really excited about this signing class, the class of 2021. And, um, you know, this early signing period allowed us to get uh, 16 individuals on, on our team and and to sign with us. And we're, we're really excited about all of them. I mean, I think a lot of coaches are saying that um, this time and today, you know, but uh, I think for us, these these young men fit our program perfectly. And, um, and what we're trying to get done here as far as adding depth, um, adding some speed and some uh, some strength. Uh, you're looking at the, the the length that we have in this group too. I think gives us a lot of potential for a lot of big time player playmakers. And um, adding to the the front that we have, our D line and O line, we're gonna that's gonna be a, a huge positive for us. And and then uh, you know complementing the the physical part of the line of scrimmage with the rest of the group. So I thought it'd be really important for me to just recognize the. Um, individuals that allowed uh, us to get this class together and in a year where things have been so um so unique and so different with the pandemic um not you know not having uh recruits available for on-campus uh visits of official visits and even during uh, the unofficial visits and uh, not being here on campus for games and things like that has been uh it would usually hurt a recruiting class, especially when you're a team like BYU that, that focuses on getting them on campus and get the feel and the vibe of and the environment of the campus. That's usually the, 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 for us, it's usually the clincher. So usually the, uh, the, the mark that makes it makes the most and gets them to jump, jump into committing to us. And the fact that our, our staff has been able to be really uh, flexible and creative and finding ways to give them that type of environment, that type of feel, uh, virtually has been really impressive for me to see as a head coach. And so uh, I thought it'd be really important to recognize the, the people that have made it made it happen. And uh, first starting with Jason IU and Jack DeMooney, those guys um, did an amazing job leading the way in the recruiting efforts and um, working with the staff that we have here on campus recruiting. We had a, a good group of people that have helped us. Uh, they basically do all the grunt work and, and uh, those people are Jared Reed, Sammy Tupolotu, Mikey O'Connor, Chris Bangeter, Lonnie Ivers, and Anna Lamb. Done an amazing job working, and uh, uh, you know, working together with Jason and Jack. And then we've had uh, Dave Broberg, who did a great job with the edits, the graphics, and mailers. Uh, he he's working with the creative services. Done an amazing job with our group. Um, uh, Gary Verone, uh, director of compliance, really helped us along uh, with all the adjustments that we had to do with the scheduling, the dead periods and things like that. It's been really impressive for us to work with him. Uh, Trevor Wilson, the associate dean of students, working with admissions and academics. And really um, with, with people not being able to take ACT tests and things like that, allowing him to work with uh, upper campus and helping us uh, find ways to get um, uh, young men accepted in, into school and 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 uh, through a different process when you're not having to deal with the standardized testing, and so uh, um, associate AD of marketing David Amadova a great job uh, working everything together and and uh, being able to work with Stu Call who's the director of new media and working with new media and digital co content specialists we have uh, Kiwi Jero and Courtney Davis uh, they do basically a lot of the sound um, the social media uh, stuff and the the video. And then our marketing coordinators, Anna Metcalf and Jordan Blad, did a great, great job with that as well. Equipment room, we had uh, Billy Nixon doing a great job showing all the different things that we had. And it was really pivotal in us getting the uh, the blackout jerseys that all the, the, the young recruits and everyone's so fired up about. Um, 
Brett Pine, uh, director of communications, allowed us to connect with the sports information people and and connecting all the media members here. And then, um, you know, Sports Nation, BYU Sports, and BYU TV has done a great job with um, obviously Jerem and uh, Jordan, Spencer Linton, and then Ben Bagley and Dave Phillips have been pivotal in making this all work. And you know, with that being said, I I, I have a bunch of coaches and uh, you know assistant coaches, graduate assistants, analysts. And then our, you know, our director of football operations, John Swift, our staff has worked really hard in making this happen, but we couldn't do it without the players on our team that uh, are always welcoming and open, open uh, to talk to our recruits and, and let them know what it's all about. They're, they're the, the, the true um, ambassadors of our program. And so I just love the way that they work with our recruits and work with all the people that I named before. And then obviously a lot of people in the media that, that there's a lot of people that I can't really mention too many of them, but there's a lot of people that are really interested in, in recruiting and, and uh, interested in, in BYU football. And so can't do it without the people in the media. Appreciate your guys' help. And finally, I uh, want to let the fans know how much uh, we appreciate them. Um, they're they're the, uh, the ones that are out there uh, showing the impact that, a Cougar Nation has out there and whether it's social media or in the community at church, school, different places. I mean, um, the fan base here has been amazing. And that's one thing that our recruits always talk about the amazing fan base. And so I want to express my, my love and appreciation to all of them. So that being said, I don't know if you guys need any more questions, but I covered it all. We also have uh, some return missionaries that are going to be coming back uh, throughout the year. And with the, uh, the pandemic, it's, we're, we're trying to um, balance all of those things together with the return missionaries that are going to be joining us. So uh, whatever questions you guys may have, uh, I'm excited to answer them. All right, let's go with Jared Lloyd, Sean Walker, and Mitch Harper. Kalani, you kind of touched just now on my first question, which is about the numbers. You guys are used to shuffling numbers with missions and things like that. But as you pointed out, this is going to be a unique challenge with mission programs, recruiting, seniors returning or not returning, juniors returning or not returning. As, as you consider, you know, kind of the numbers aspect of dealing with the program with walk-ons and everything, what, what's that like at this point as you try and anticipate what the next few months are going to be like? Uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I, I can't, I can't uh, sit up here and pretend that, that that's so, that's so hard to do. I mean, when you, when you just get to sit there and balance out numbers and talent and, um, players and interest people that are interested in our guys going to the NFL, even if they're underclassmen. Uh, this is, this is the excitement that, that is uh, connected with football, BYU football. And so I love it all. And then this is a, uh, I feel like I've had pretty good training in other places and, and my career getting here, being a former player as well. And then, you know, the, I think uh, to be honest with you, it's, it's the best part about it is that I get to do the fun stuff. And then I let all the other smart people that are better organizers do, do, do the numbers. And, you know, and then I have wonderful people in the administration that can help me with admissions and can help us, uh, you know, just prep our guys. I think the key here is that um, the recruiting effort is not just solely on the head coach. It's it's everyone. And so uh, I, I've been – man, this isn't a really big signing class because we have a lot of underclassmen coming back. But it's also, uh, for me, the quality, quality that we have in this group is amazing. And so I'm really excited about – the things that they're going to do on the field and really excited at the presence they're going to have off the field as well. So really excited about this group and man, I just couldn't be, couldn't be uh, 
more I just couldn't I can't express enough gratitude for everyone that's involved in the whole recruiting process and and um the the, the best part too is getting to know their families the recruits families and and their schools and things like that and then just kind of they all have their unique individual story and it's pretty cool from from me and my perspective to see it all work Coach, if I could ask about kind of one position group, but but sort of one aspect of a position group, I guess, in, in general, because you have some guys that are defensive ends slash outside linebackers. It seems like um, you added some really good pass rushers this year, uh, just in, in both in guys you signed and then obviously some preferred walk-ons that you can't talk about. But but was, was finding kind of some really good pass rushers, guys like Logan and John Henry and, and some of them sort of an emphasis for you this year, locking them down? Yeah, definitely. And then, then that's, um, I think, I think you can, you can work on some guys and, and maybe um, develop some guys to be pass rushers. But uh, a lot of times when you, when you working with them, it takes some time. Uh, these guys, um, the numbers show it's a, it's a number of sacks that they made uh, already in, in, in football. And so you're looking at the DNs that we're bringing the D line that we're bringing. I think they've, their, their numbers show that they can get to the quarterback and and also can help stop the run. For for us to have those, those individuals, it's huge. But I also see uh, a lot of a lot of uh, for me. I mean, that depends on how many of them what they can do in the in the growth part of it. They're, they're great. Uh, they're great frame to start with, you know. But uh, the fact that they're getting a bunch of sacks uh, won't hurt either. So we're excited about getting those guys and that talent here and. And that type of special uh, feeling of rushing the quarter, the quarterback. Kalani, who are the missionaries that are going to be coming back that you know right now will be part of the program in 2021? Oh wow, you're going to go there, huh? I, I mean, I'm all, I'm all just wanted to focus on these guys, but I don't, I don't even know where to start. Well, there's a lot of missionaries that are coming back that I know that we're excited about. Uh, I can't right now. I can't think about it. Sorry. There's a there's a tight end that I know we're excited about that that can catch some balls too that I've already done as a freshman so uh, I'm I'm gonna forget everybody if I start naming them all out sorry Mitch I'm gonna focus on these guys <laughs> we have a lot of missionaries that come back it, the, the 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 key though is it's the unique thing about it is that um, when the pandemic thing happened they're all coming home at different times some aren't aren't doing the whole two years and. Um, and so the, the missions have changed. I mean, even the mission itself has changed. So I sound really old, but back in the day, I could only get letters and I could call home twice. Now they can FaceTime and wear a blue shirt without a tie. Jeez, that would have been awesome working in the Bay Area with just a blue shirt and tie. No tie. <laughs> All right, let's take a question from Pat Kinahan, Jay Drew, and then back to Mitch Harper. Do you know how many of these kids you'll have on campus in the fall, meaning they won't go on missions? Yeah, there's a, uh, a good number of them that are still figuring it out. I mean, I think that the the, the idea of there's some that, that definitely want to go on missions and have already said it, and you probably can see it on social media or, or, or maybe they've already got their calls. But there's also a few that are still figuring out when to go on their missions or if they're going to go on there. That's a, that's a personal decision between them and their family and – and whatever their plans are. I, I Obviously, I'm a return missionary myself, so I I'm support them going on a mission. Um, but I think that's a, one of those uh, decisions that's going to be dealing with them and, and having to deal with their own family and their, 
your own uh, thoughts on what, what's the best thing to do. And for me, it's just getting that and balancing it with the guys that are coming home and the guys that we're going to elevate to scholarship in our preferred walk-on program. So there's a chance that we should get some that some may not go and want to play a year first. Kalani, I was going to ask the same question, but um, I'll switch and maybe ask uh, in February, will you sign anybody or does this kind of complete your class? No, we're still look. I mean, we're still open for business. So yeah, recruiting world. I mean, it's hard to tell the future. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of people that are, going to be available and then um we're still we still got a couple targets that we're looking at and um then then we're gonna you know take a shot at some others we'll see how it goes but i think when you're dealing with graduate transfers and there's going to be who knows what's going to happen in in the rules with transferring and all that stuff i i think we we've got to give ourselves some space just in case that does happen and then we have a a, a large number of uh, I feel preferred walk-ons on our team that, that um, we would like to see get scholarships as well. Uh, Mitch, I think you were next. Oh, thanks. Sorry about that. Um, Kalani, what was it like to, to recruit a, a set of twins and, and the Miguel brothers? What's their potential in your program? Um, Elia is really physical and big. And so I, I think I, I, their their highlights and everybody looking at their highlights. That's from that's from their junior year. They they weren't they weren't able to to um, they weren't able to play or do anything this year as a senior. So uh, they've gotten better since that that film that you're probably seeing or the highlight film. And so I think it's important to see that. And then they're still growing. You know, I mean, Elia's huge. He's he's a monster and and he's on the offensive line. And Enoka's a uh, a beast. And he's I mean, he's a different body type, a DN body type, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Those guys are going to have a lot of fun going against each other in practice. But uh, I think I think they're going to bring some some toughness and they're joining a group of tough guys. But I think they're going to fit just fine and really looking forward to the the physical presence that they can have on the line of scrimmage. All right, Jake Hatch, Jared Lloyd, and Sean Walker. Yeah, Kalani, you've mentioned the fact that you want to elevate some of your preferred walk-ons to scholarship status. There were two guys I wanted to ask you about in particular, and Gabe Summers and Mason Wake. Are they guys that are going to be part of that group that gets elevated? Yeah, we're hoping to. I mean, we're working with the numbers, and I'm, uh, I've been really thankful that those guys have worked patiently with with us, you know, and um, you know, we've been we've been open in our communication. There's others, too, that are in the mix that – that uh, I think it's important for us. We we recruit every position on our team, on on the roster. So when we were looking at who to add, a lot of thought and and effort goes into who earns a roster spot here. And so I think it's important that when we recruit, that we recruit from within at first. And then I think you know, looking at the preferred walk on program that we have, I think it's got a it's got a good history. And it's not just since I've been the head coach, we've had a good number of walk ons that have come through here and have elevated their game and have developed really well. I think for us is giving them a roster spot, giving them a, a kind of a plan to, to know what they can accomplish and then confirm it with eventually giving them a scholarship. And that's, uh, that's, that's the least we can do as coaches to, to get them in the right spot and give the players what they deserve. Kalani, along the same lines, you know, sometimes guys who don't have the big foo like this day or in February or things like that, 
come in with a chip on their shoulder and, and work really hard. And we've seen a lot of preferred walk-ons and walk-ons have a lot of success for the team. In some ways, is that beneficial for them to have that extra push of, oh, you, you know, let me show you what I can do? Yeah, well, uh, you know, in the past, like sometimes uh, people just use the walk-on program to just fill the scout team and, and uh, be tackling dummies and things like that. And uh, we, we want our walk-ons to, to have a, a role that they feel like they can, there's something that they can do to contribute to this team on special teams, offense and defense. And so we want to make sure that we take a, put a lot of effort into um, getting these young men here. And then, then there's some that just need, they, they're late bloomers. And there's some that just, you just, you know, there's something about them that, that, um, you know, that you, they just need to be given that opportunity. I mean, I think our, our leading rusher and our leading receiver, those guys are that they fit that exactly. But we we recruited those guys, you know, and and we 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 spent a lot of time um, trying to get them here as preferred walk-ons because our numbers weren't didn't afford us to give them a scholarship offer. But I think you go back and do it again, you, you know, they people say, yeah, you should have given them a scholarship. Yeah, we know that, and and with the numbers that we have in the missionary program and things that we got going on. I think it's important that we be able to just have that all out on the table and then just be transparent with them and their plans and our plans for them. And, and as we do that, you know, it'll start to sort itself out and those guys will get, when they get an opportunity to what well, they deserve a scholarship, which all, I think I wish I had 123 scholarships, you know, and maybe, maybe with a name, image, and likeness, things like that, we can um, get to that point. But uh this program is going to function because of the, the heart and soul of our walk-ons people that love this game and love this program. And they're, they're the glue that, that keeps this team together. And so uh, they're always going to be a big part of our leadership and a big part of our team culture. Uh, Sean Walker. Yeah. Coach, you, you may have answered this a little bit talking about, February, and I recognize that this is just the first day of the, the early signing period, so it might be a really short answer, but I, I couldn't help but notice that there's no quarterback in this class, and I know you guys usually like to try to try to grab a quarterback every year. Could that be something that you guys look at between now and February, maybe, maybe in the transfer portal, um, that kind of thing, or do you feel comfortable with comfortable enough with your quarterbacks to kind of that this is a year that you may just pass? I want the best players. I don't, I'm not really worried about uh, having too much. I want the best of everything. So if you look at my plate Thanksgiving dinner, it's way too big for my stomach, but I'm going to try my best to eat it. So with recruiting, I want the best players. And, and our guys that are here are not afraid to compete. And so, and then, you know, you're going to have, if it's a quarterback or it's a running back, whatever it is, you're going to have a group of guys that they're going to walk into a position room and those guys are going to give them as much knowledge and mentoring as they can to help them compete against them. And that's, uh, I think I've mentioned this before in the past that, that um, Tanner Mangum, when he was the quarterback here and, and when Zach Wilson came in as a true freshman, a lot of people don't realize the, 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 what Tanner did to help um, Zach elevate his game. And that's the culture in that room that, that A-Rod's provided and, and, and that the, you know, it's, it's really a special thing about BYU is that the, these guys come in and they, they teach them and they mentor them and then they want their best. They want to compete against the best. And that's even giving all the knowledge that they have and sharing it with them and mentoring them. And 
uh, Tanner doing that got Zach to where he's at right now. And it's a huge part of Zach's um, progress. So towards being a, a great quarterback and, so whatever position it is, whoever we recruit, they're going to join a room that's going to going to bring him in like family and treat him with a lot of love and care, and and it's going to be a uh, you know it's going to be fun competing against each other. So we'll we'll keep, we'll keep recruiting. I, I don't know what, the, what else to say. This recruiting is a is a is a daily thing all the time. Um, let's take the last two questions. One from Jay Catch and Mitch Harper. Yeah, Kalani, I wanted to ask you, in terms of Logan Fano as well as Raider DeMuni, they were guys that committed way back when. I believe eighth grade is when they both committed. Is that something that you will continue to accept commitments in that vein if they want to commit at that point? Or kind of what's your philosophy on that? Well, I mean, I, I think there, there's players that, um, that we can recognize that I, I feel like are going to be big time guys, you know, and I know a lot of people have a problem with that, with recruiting, but I, I don't, I, I think I can, uh, I think I could have saw Shaq as a freshman in high school and probably said, yeah, that's going to be something special. I mean, Mattel saw Zion when, when he was a, a freshman or in eighth grade and, and offered him when Mateos was at LSU. So, um, I think, I think with the no brainers, it's pretty easy, you know, for, for I mean, and, and uh, I think that for us, we just keep working with these guys. And, um, you know, the, the question of whether to offer them early or commit them early and try to hang on to them. Um, I don't know. I, I just I just feel like if they're if they're meant to be here at BYU, that they'll want to they want to be here. And, and then kids can can change their mind from freshman year to senior year. That happens. But as long as we just keep sticking to the things that we re require, we have a standard here. That's that that we need to abide by, and that's 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 uh, that's something that we hang our hat on. This is, I think, that's the the key for us getting the best that we can, that can play here and can elevate themselves uh, here as as a as a player and as a student athlete. So, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep recruiting with those standards in mind, and uh, not shy away from it. Then I'm talking about academic standards, the requirement of being here and representing BYU and the church, and um, you know, living the honor code and things like that. So that's something that we're really, really, really proud of. And we're hoping to get the best of the best. And sometimes guys don't feel, feel like this place is a fit for them. And that's okay. I want, I want these young men to find the place that they can flourish and be the best they possibly can. Uh, there's a good number of them, 16, in fact, that, that did that today here at BYU. A lot of the players, Kalani, in this class are athletes that could play either side of the ball or they could play a lot of different positions. What is it about those type of athletes or prospects that are so attractive to your program? And why, why do you go in that direction with a lot of your recruiting? Well, I think you, you have a good frame that you can work with. And then you look at like the, some of the, um, the, the athleticism, the footwork, and then you kind of factor into the, the point of growth and, 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 but you start from their frame and the frame and then the, uh, the, the agility level and the athleticism, right? If we work with that, I think you can kind of – I don't know what these guys are going to look like in two years, right? But I think that if this is the starting point, I feel really good about how much bigger they're going to get and how they're going to change their bodies once they start to mature. And so um, right now they're just still – they're still in the process of becoming an adult. But once they become full-grown adults, watch out, you know. I mean, like 
Because like Kyrus was two thirty when we when when I recruited him in high school, he's well above that now, you know. And so I think uh, when when people start lifting weights and getting big and strong, and 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 you got a uh, nutritionist that's working with you, and then you've got okay, this guy could really help us in, in this different position. I think that gives you a lot of different things that you can do. And for us, we do a lot of cross training. Um, you know, I, Tyler Algier was our was our, our linebacker last year, and so we have a lot of guys that love the game of football. And they're, I think, if you look at these guys, the the, the key is that they're multi sport athletes as well. And so, uh, with that type of flexibility, and I think you can really fill a, a good football team and, and get them uh, where we feel like they can perform at their best and can help the team and and possibly move on to the next level. I, I'm looking for guys that. I think we'll we'll fill out the roster and give us the great talent and ability to win. But I also think I can project some guys that that will look good for the next level at certain positions.